What's happening, everybody, and welcome to episode 30 of the Good Kraken Podcast. I am Renell, one of your hosts, alongside the inevitable one, Devin Stanford. How you doing, Devin, baby? What's up, dude? Dude, how's your day been? How, how are you doing today, baby? Uh, you know, just another day of a long work grind, but yeah. we made it. I'm here. Uh, we're gonna talk about video games. We're gonna talk about a bunch of other nerdy shit. So we get to finally <laughs> relax, dude. I know. I got like law, you know. You know, there's yeah, no I, laws I'm, in this household. I'm not so. following the law today because I'm doing a, a major melon. But you mean uh, you're not breaking the law? That's what I'm saying. You know, there ain't no laws when you got the claw. You know, because I'm, I'm saying, 12. Because I'm 12, I cannot drink. I'm actually hey. two 12 year olds in a costume. Uh, man, Xander, you're the best, baby. What's happening, dude? Aww. It's it's lit out here, Devin. How was your uh Fourth of July? It was very good. Um, All Countries Matter Day was pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For uh, sure. I uh actually spent it over Tyler's uh, place. I had a barbecue, made some food, played some beer pong, listened to music. Yeah, you know, yeah, yep. it was a good vibe. You know. Uh, Tyler Andy in our chat usually so it was good hanging out with him and uh, other than that it was pretty low key um, I played a lot of video games a lot actually Sick, dude. Well, I'm, I'm excited to fucking hear about it man it's gonna be a good yeah. time yeah 4th of July was uh, was alright for me too like we don't we don't really celebrate 4th of July in this household um, yeah. cause we're you know only kind of American but uh, <laughs> but any holiday as an excuse to get together with uh with the family is a good holiday for us because uh any excuse that we have to make a bunch of fucking food and hang out and <laughs> and, yeah. and have fun is always a good excuse for us. So we're we're not fucking complaining. Man. I have a question for you. I have an answer for you. Sick. Uh, what was your favorite beverage on your Fourth of July celebration? Oh man. So <laughs> uh, I'm a basic bitch. All right. Yes. So, yes. yes. I love it. I love this answer. So, <laughs> I drank a white claw. Yeah. Quite a bit. Yep. But I had the white claw surges, the 8% Ooh, ones. Okay. And they have a blood orange one. And that one is actually really good. Ooh, and you cannot good. tell that they are 8%. They just go down like a regular claw, just in a bigger can. So. <laughs> man, man, I love it. I, uh, I've got a, I've been having a weird kick for Moscow mules the past couple of months. Uh, I've kind of been craving one of those lately. I'm not gonna lie. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, get the right yeah. ginger beer for it, and it is delectable. Delectable, my friend. I'm telling you, delectable. <laughs> and and it's you know, for, for summertime too. It's like, uh huh. That. Mm-hmm. That word isn't actually used enough, I feel like. Delectable, like, you don't really hear people say that something's delectable. They're like, oh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's delicious. Mm, mm, yes. Yeah, it's good. In, it's in, a, in, indubitably, know, my friend. Indubitably. <laughs> indubitably. Don't be coy with me. 
<laughs> well, tonight we're not talking about too much, at least, about beverages. Tonight we're talking about losing greatness, being a witcher, and breaking our own hearts, and much, much more, because this is the Good Kraken Podcast, a show for nerdy, marginalized people giving you the video game of pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 1 p.m. If you're watching live, you can submit questions and topics at tinyurl.com slash GK submissions to be a part of the show. If you're having a good time so far, you can watch us record the show live and ad free by following and subscribing right here at twitch.tv slash show. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime, and we would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you listening or watching at home. If you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine. You can catch our episodes on your podcast service of choice at 8 a.m. the next day, but you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking the link in the about section of our Twitch page and clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Uh, Devin, a little bit of plan air work we have here. Our episode with It Xander, who is actually in the chat right now, we love you, baby, is out now on YouTube and podcast services around the world. It was a dope show. We always have so much fun with Xander. It's it's a really, really damn good time. Also getting giving him a chance to talk a little bit about his being half Thai. Um, it's it's awesome. Any chance we have to have a conversation about API relevance and and, and and highlighting those voices, it's it's always down for us. Uh, this Thursday, we are doing another Sea of Thieves stream uh, right here at twitch.tv slash goodcrackenshow. Um, more than likely, we'll try to get Xander back in there. We have our homeboy Tanner joining too. If either of them cannot make it, we might try to get our homeboy Chase in if he is free and available. Last time, we spent just about three hours <laughs> getting I'm probably through, gonna do it again <laughs> getting through the very first part of uh of a pirate's life content uh it was embarrassing we had a really really fun time it was chaotic mess and i love it and i would absolutely do it time and time again and uh we'll probably end up doing it again on thursday Devin, can you please give me some <laughs> nolan noises I don't know why you like cut out there for a second. It was, it was weird. I don't know if like, you're, like your microphone's getting too far and your noise getting. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Try to say. I ran something. out of breath. If I'm gonna be honest, I ran out of breath. I had to go. For a second. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. No worries, baby. No worries. Anyways, we have our first uh, little mini segment here. We have uh, what we call little waves, where we kind of just beat by beat go through a couple little smaller uh, new segments that we didn't really get a chance uh, to make it into our headline uh, big conversation topic. So first off, um, the antagonist from Blade, Stefan Dorr from Blade One, uh, talked a little bit about uh, Marvel's Black Widow and said, I'm quote, embarrassed for Scarlet. Uh, I read this article a little bit. He talked about how he never wants to be in an MCU movie. Uh, and just was shitting all over it. And honestly, go fuck yourself, Stephen Dorr. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, Stephen Dorr. <laughs> you're just pissed that your uh, career ended after the first Blade movie 20 years ago. So. I mean, we're not, we're not going to be talking shit. You know, I, listen, Stephen Dorff, listen, if you're listening to this podcast, okay, if you're here for whatever reason, Go fuck yourself. So our next one is uh, Netflix on Nintendo Wii U and 3DS is officially dead. You cannot 
access Netflix any longer on Nintendo Wii U or 3DS. And Switch does not have Netflix still. Kind of disappointing. Uh, here's one of my favorite ones that I have here. Uh, oh, we have Nick in the... Oh, we have Nick in the chat. Oh, baby. What's yeah. up, baby? Hey. Mahalo, brother. Thank you for coming in here. I love you. Um, Sonic Smite is flooding Trump's new social network. Okay, so here's the deal. Donald Trump started a uh, a Twitter-like social media app. And uh, on, on this app, um, it's basically just other people, Trumpers, going on there, having social conversations. People have been hacking or making accounts, not hacking, I guess, not really hacking, but they've been making accounts on this app and just posting Sonic porn left and right, angering <laughs> the people that are on there actually, like, non-ironically and not comically. Uh, hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. I'd go, on, I'd go on there, too, if I was a little uh, more, you know, sadomasochistic uh next one black widow <laughs> will explain what loki taunted natasha about in the avengers so if you remember carefully my friend there's a scene in the first avengers avengers movie where black widow natasha maximoff is talking to loki trying to extract information from him and there's a moment where he whispers something to her and we don't know what it is and apparently black widow black widow excuse me will finally explain what he said to her so that's fucking exciting um MCU Phase 4 release adjustments changed Black Widow and Falcon of the Winter Soldier Easter egg. So apparently uh, there was supposed to be an Easter egg that was supposed to be in Black Widow that was going to be talking about some stuff that was in Falcon of the Winter Soldier. Um, and now they have switched it. So there's some Easter egg stuff that's going to be in Black Widow that harkens back to Falcon of the Winter Soldier. So that was some interesting stuff. Uh, and then the last little piece, game deals for... Uh, uh, H1 2021, almost double total 2020 investments, uh, which is insanity. It's nuts. So H1 is the first half of 2021 for anyone at home that doesn't know that. Uh, there's been a lot, a lot of game deals, a lot of game sales, making the game industry money. It's lit. It's tight. We're here about it. Devin, did you have any other loose pieces of news that you had all wanted to bring up? Um... You know what? I think we kind of went over it. Actually, you know, we didn't talk about the new Switch. That That's going to be our, uh, our yeah. the first thing we talk about here. So real quick, do me a favor. Leave oh, the call. It? Come back because you're lagging a little bit. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. BRB. Oh, I'll just do tentacles until you get back. Um, I'll just dance. Just dance. Dance. Oh, there you are. <laughs> that was that was the noise you chose to make as you came back i i love that i love that anyway so we do have some breaking news uh for you guys i did not extract any articles for this so we're just gonna kind of do, do this off the top of our heads it's been a long day for both of us um anyways for all of you at home that do not know nintendo announced a new switch model today that is supposed to be coming out this october that they're calling literally nintendo switch parentheses oled model <laughs> they couldn't even think of a fucking cool name for it they just they just picked oled model <laughs> these fucking cunts <laughs> uh -huh. i know uh -huh. i know i love it anyways 
Uh, a little information off the top of our heads because we've been talking about it loosely all day. Uh, it is a brand new OLED screen at seven inches rather than the last model being at 6.2 inches. Uh, it has an increased... Um, uh, 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 memory. It is double the amount of memory from the most recent model, and the audio has been upgraded to have better audio specs on it. Uh, and that is it. No, no, I lied. There's, there's a, there's a different um, uh, uh, uh little kickstand in the back of the switch as oh, well. There's yeah, an, yeah. An LAN so, port on it too, but so Go we on. got, we got the kickstand, we got the OLED screen, we got the new dock yes, that they the have, dock, the new dock. Um, yeah. And they doubled the amount of internal storage. So originally it was 32 gigabytes, 32. and now it's just 64 gigabytes. Yep. Um, I'm kind of disappointed. I love the way it looks. Don't get me wrong. The way it looks is awesome. Like, it looks what the Switch Pro should be. My qualms with this, the handheld screen is still only 720p. Yep. There's no upgraded CPU... Or graphics at all yep um there was there was a lot of rumors floating around that nvidia might be putting their dlss uh systems into the future switch console i don't think we're gonna be getting another switch console until they decide to upgrade their gen personally yes and i think we're about two years away from that yeah, so. I mean, you and I loosely talked about it uh, off stream earlier on today, but like, I I'm convinced I would put money on it that we'll probably get that upgraded version of Switch two years from now in 2023, mm -hmm. but um because they've kind of been on a trend of releasing a new model every two years, and the last time they did a pro item was just a couple of years before they released a new gen console. So mm -hmm. with that said, I can see that happening. Uh, I too am a little bit disappointed. Uh, I want to sort of point out a, uh, a tweet that I saw yeah. today from the wonderful uh, and <laughs> very uh, hot take guy, uh, Gary Witta. Uh, who is also uh, the writer for one uh, Star Wars uh, Rogue One. Um, yeah, <laughs> you can say. I love Mr. Witta. Witta Wednesdays, man. <laughs> mm, mm, I'm saying, I'm saying. So uh, one of the things, uh, he has this tweet here. Yeah, yeah, uh, let me, hot take for y'all. Uh, he says, quote, maybe instead of getting mad at Nintendo, who never said a word about what the specs of the new Switch model were going to be prior to revealing it, Get mad at internet bullshitters for feeding you a bunch of unfounded rumors and speculation in exchange for your clicks. Uh, I don't think we could have said it any better. Uh, we we are bummed out because we did kind of get real hyped about this. And it only, I guess a better way to put it is we're really only disappointed because there was really no point to this model. There really was no point to this. They They did not do a GPU increase. They didn't do a, a RAM increase. Literally just... In internal storage, a bigger, brighter screen, some better audio, and some tiny, like, physical stuff. And, like, that's it. That's it. Like, they might as well have just waited another two years, and instead of investing their money into this model, which, unfortunately, it's going to sell. People are going to buy this fucking model of the Switch. Instead of waiting, they just pumped out another model, probably to get ready for holiday season coming up. Guess what? I'm probably going to get this model. But that's only because I'm going to sell my current one 
because it I could probably still get like 200 250 just for my switch by itself you know so I might do that just because having a little bit more internal storage is actually always a plus you know I mean right, I have right. I have a one terabyte my series X and I wish it was two terabytes because games are 200 gigs sometimes you know I know, um, I know. but but I I I'm not mad at Nintendo. I'm just a little disappointed because I want something a little better. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm just not mad. Just disappointed. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> our our yeah, next the little thing is, is my phone has a 4K display screen. <laughs> you I know, know what I mean. I know. I know. It it is a little absurd. Um, who knows? Maybe this really only happened because of the pandemic. You know, like we we don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of things up in the air. You know, it's, it's hard to say. But with that said, though, kind of moving uh, on to the next thing. Uh, last little piece of breaking news. Uh, PlayStation announced a uh, new state of play happening on Thursday. Uh, so it is going to be fun. I'm a little bit worried about it because he said that's going to be an in-depth look at Deathloop. Um, and I, I personally feel like we've seen fucking plenty enough on Deathloop. I just want to play the fucking game on a PS5. I want other people to just play the fucking game. I want details on other shit because PlayStation didn't get an E3 presentation. I'm a little shocked that this is the direction that they're going. But in their state of play announcement, they did mention the very last sentence. Keep checking back for the rest of summer. We are going to have some more stuff. So who knows? I don't know if you had any thoughts on that one, but. Well, there's a rumor saying that they're supposed to be having their actual, like, their E3 state of play come August, is what I've been hearing. Before so opening night might live? Be seeing... No, no, for, um, for their E3 presentation. No, I know, like, but I'm saying like... before opening night live or after? Because, like... I don't know. <laughs> That's just what we've been hearing. That's just what we've been hearing. So, oh man, I but know. um, this this state of play kind of also harkens back a little bit, like to to some of my predictions. I don't think we get the God of War Ragnarok till holiday twenty twenty two. Nope, fuck yourself. And I think <laughs> I think Horizon Zero Dawn is going to be an early spring game. I think it's going to be in February slash March. I think that's when we're getting Horizon, not Zero Dawn, but uh, Horizon Forbidden West. My mistake. But I think that's when we're getting those games. I'm just saying, it's they probably need that time. They did just have co. We, we've been going through a pandemic. People are working from home. You know what the, game? What it, game do you think is going to be their holiday game then? If they don't drop a holiday AAA title, they're going to fuck themselves. Let, let's let's see what we got going on. Let, let's let's do some good old good cracking research right all here. All right, all right. I like uh, it. I like all it. Right. All right. All right. All right, I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look up Sony Holiday 2021 slate. In in the meantime, while you do that, I do want to mention too that it's like, as as someone that, uh, why did my stuff close? I don't know. Um. I I I just I need PlayStation to make smart moves because if they don't, what the hell is going? now why is everything not working today i don't understand i don't understand there we go that works that does not work there we go there you are anyway um i just i just want to be known that i really really need playstation to 
get their fucking shit together because Xbox is straight up going to win this console generation. And it's not just going to be because Xbox is killing it. It's also going to be because PlayStation keeps doing stupid shit in the beginning of the PlayStation 5 life cycle. And it's things like not having an E3 presentation soon enough. It's it's things like not having the AAA titles that people are wanting in the beginning of the PS5 life cycle. There's, you know, I mean, like, what... Jack and Daxter is kind of the only game recently of this year that we can really speak of that they put all of their eggs into a basket for. Yeah, so I just looked up uh, what we got. We got Ghostwire Tokyo in October. I don't think that's a AAA uh, title, is it? Yes, it is. It's developed by uh, it's developed by uh, God. What's what's their name? Um, they did the Evil Within games. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Wait, no, isn't that studio yeah. got bought by Microsoft though? Yeah, it's, it's just like Deathloop. Deathloop's made by uh, Arcane, which is also a oh, Microsoft yeah, yeah, first-party yeah. studio. Yeah. Right, These games right. were made, and these deals were in place before that conversation is that right right, right so right. and i know that ghostwire tokyo and Deathloop are just timed exclusives they're only exclusive for 12 months after that they go to game pass on pc and and xbox right but so, that begs the question of is anybody buying a ps5 for those games ghostwire tokyo looks pretty fucking badass it does honestly. look badass <laughs> you are right are people buying ps5s for that game though i don't think yeah, they are it, there's there's nothing else like uh in december we have dying light 2 which is on everything else right and then we have eternal noctis on ps5 i don't know what that is let me see what that is real quick um eterna noctis i like it the the cover reminds me of kingdom hearts but it's a single player action adventure game i don't see any trailers or anything yet uh, another game that nobody is going to be buying PlayStation fives for. You see what I mean? Yeah. It's it's just like they're 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 not looking at 2021 to be the year of the PlayStation, which is the year mm. people are they're supposed to be buying PS fives. Like it's like I don't understand yeah. what PlayStation's fucking doing this year. I really don't because they're just gonna get pissed on by Xbox Game Pass alone. Like <laughs> I I honestly think. This is just going to be that that holiday. I think this is just a bad year for PlayStation. Uh, not not in PS5 sales wise. I mean, it's not like they have a problem with selling PS5s. They're gone before they even hit the shelves. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe maybe they're just kind of writing it out and just kind of like letting that PS4 catalog still ride. You know what I'm saying? They're still updating it. One thing I've noticed they're doing, instead of coming out with a lot of new games, they're coming out with a lot of remasters and quote-unquote director's cut, even though it's not really a director's cut because it's not really like the someone told the director to cut anything. That's because, you know, Hideo Kojima made his own studio and doesn't really need a director's cut of a director-made game. You know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, t tons <laughs> of games have done call director's cut beforehand. Resident Evil has a but, director's uh, cut awesome. one, you know? I know, it's not the meaning of director's cut, though. Director's cut is something was cut from a movie, and then they re-released the movie as the director cut because they put in the stuff that was cut from the movie originally. My, see, that, that's the whole meaning it, of it. For me, it worked <laughs> for Ghost of Tsushima because they purposely made Ghost of Tsushima to be a, a playable Japanese samurai movie. That was the entire yeah. intent of them doing that game. So for that, I give them yeah. leniency. For the whole Death Stranding thing, 
I don't know. I, I don't know. But <laughs> even with Ghost of Tsushima, it should just be Ghost of Ikashima. Like that's that's it should just be the Ikashima edition. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like it it has that new content. It's a whole new island. You know what you, I mean? You you so think they should have? Do you do you think they should have yes. maybe treated it more like Miles Morales? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't think. I think director's cut is a bad name for these when they're clearly getting upgraded textures. I mean, they, they can clearly just call it like PS five edition, but in that sense, I think, I don't think that content is going to be enough to qualify as like a standalone experience, like dishonored death of the outsiders or, uh, or uncharted lost legacy, you know, or miles Morales. I don't think it's going to be that amount of content, but I think it's going to be a very sizable like expansion. If yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah. No, I mean, it, you know, like something that like Bethesda does with their games, you know, like they'll come out with like four huge expansions for like Elder Scrolls or Fallout, you know, stuff like right, that. Right. I mean, so, for, for me, I don't really give a shit about what a game calls itself. I don't. It, it, I it mean, could be called fair. Ghost of Ballsack for all I fucking care. As long as they give me the content that I want. I don't really give a shit, especially for DLC stuff. For DLC stuff, they can they can fucking call it Ghost of Tsushima yeah. one point eight hey. six. You know, fucking Kingdom Hearts did it for fucking years and nobody gave them shit yeah. for it. <laughs> Actually, that's that's a lie. Everybody gave know, Kingdom everybody. Hearts shit for that. <laughs> yeah, that's you're a right. Lie. That's Fuck a goddamn right. lie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we've derailed a little bit here. I want to kind of zoom through the next news story really, really fast. Um. Uh, so we can kind of get into the other segments for the tonight. So real quick, uh, I'm going to zoom through this as fast as I can. Richard Donner, director of Superman, Lethal Weapon, and The Goonies, dies at 91. This comes from Adam Bankhurst at IGN. Richard Donner, the director of such films as the original Superman film starring Christopher Reeve, Lethal Weapon, and The Goonies, has died at the age of 91. As reported by Variety, Donner's production company confirmed the news of his death on Monday, July 5th, although no cause has been disclosed. I'm going to skip a couple of these little details here because I want to kind of cut down on time a little bit. Uh, in a statement, uh, Kevin Feige shared a few words uh, that expressed how much Donner meant to him. Uh, it says, quote, Richard Donner not only made me believe a man could fly, he made me believe that comic characters would be brought to life on the screen with heart, humor, humanity, and uh, verisimilitude. Uh, Feige wrote, um, above all, he taught me that it can and must be done with respect, caring and kindness to everyone in front of and behind the camera. Dick and Lauren became mentors during my early career and key supporters throughout the birth of the MCU. I owe my career to the way they took the time to nurture and teach a kid from New Jersey who didn't know how to use a fax machine or make coffee very well. I always thought Dick was immortal. I still do. My thoughts are with Lauren and the entire family. End quote. Devin, sad day, sad day, yeah, my dude. Sad day. This, this guy is the he he, he was a source of uh, knowledge and and um, he he definitely pioneered the superhero genre in, in the film industry. Yeah, um, I mean he's he's, he's been the 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 guy for a lot of shit, man. Mm -hmm. A lot of yeah. shit. And uh, The Goonies is one of my, my brother's favorite movies. It's actually one of my family's favorite movies. You know, like, every family has a couple of movies. You know, yeah, watch for together. sure. Goonies for sure. is definitely on that rotation. And then, you know, it, it hits home because it was filmed in Oregon. Filmed in Astoria. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Lethal Weapon was always fun. Let's let's be real. <laughs> it was. It was. So, right. you know, he he will be immortal in his art, um, with his friends, his family. Um, you know, uh, I, I give I give the best of vibes and um, positive reinforcement to his family, and uh, I hope that they are doing well. I echo exactly what you said, my friend. Do you want to take the second story for us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this one took me by surprise. I actually didn't even see anything about this until I was reading the show notes earlier. So uh, we're getting The Witcher, Monster Slayer, and it comes out here in just a couple weeks. And uh, this is um, going to be kind of in that AR realm. It's a new AR game. This is coming from uh, Zach Swenson over at Kotaku. So The Witcher Monster Slayer, that odd-looking mobile game set in the Witcher universe and which looks heavily inspired by Pokemon Go, is coming out July 21st on Android and iOS. Um, nobody cares about Android. Uh, first announced <laughs> back in August 2020, The Witcher Monster Slayer is a mobile game that features augmented reality gameplay. After downloading the app, folks will head out and explore the real world, looking for monsters to hunt. So it's like Pokemon Go, but with more swords and griffins and uh, iOS if you don't want to have green text bubbles. Um, <laughs> the new release date was announced in a short trailer put out by Polish developer Spoko. The studio is working with CD Projekt Red to create the AR game. While this new game is set in the same world as the Witcher games, don't expect to meet Geralt while out and about your local mall or Taco Bell. Oh man, I'd love to meet Geralt at Taco Bell. Oh, man, Fuck. I'm saying... Man, big uh, spite of big uh, spite of uh, uh, chalupa. Fuck. <laughs> oh man, we need oh, that man. Now. Henry Cavill. If you're watching this, I need you in full Geralt outfit, eating fucking Taco Bell immediately. Thank you. Drinking bottles. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm saying, dude, I'm saying, dude, we need to get your fucking internet sorted out because you have been, you have been just... It's something, it's something going on again, so it's... I've been back and forth with Comcast. I do see it a little fuzzy over here. Yeah, it's, um, it's been like... Do I think we're... Is it, is it glitching out? Is my audio glitching out? It, what, it's what's like going so, on? Sometimes it's like skipping frames and then also skipping like audio frames as well. So it's like okay. not audio frames, but you get my point. You're, you're just you're just generally yeah. kind of glitching every once in a while. But okay. <laughs> with that but said, though, just, just give me two seconds. I will be back and I will resume. And I just want you all to think about Geralt drinking some Baja Blast and staring into your eyes at the same time. <laughs> time while i'm gone for about 15 seconds all right, all right so he's, he's gonna go do something real quick i'm gonna continue uh with the reading for our viewers here so um uh, according to the official website for the mobile game it's set oh there you go hello i was just gonna continue reading uh it's set quote long yeah. before the time of Geralt of rivia but maybe you can still find a nice bathtub out there waiting for a tired witcher uh continue Devin. go ahead <laughs> toss a coin to your witcher yeah all right yep. <laughs> All right, so in The Witcher Monster Slayers, uh, players will have to track monsters around their local area, then fight them in combat while taking advantage of different weather and time of day bonuses. For Witcher fans craving more Witcher-related content, you can always check out WitcherCon. There's a WitcherCon now? Yep, <laughs> yep, there is, Damn. my dude. Damn, okay. Uh, this is the first official convention dedicated to the popular media franchise 
that now comprises multiple games, books, and a very popular Netflix show that I love here. Uh, so good. And a song people really, really like. So that Witcher Con event starts on July 9th. Uh, that's two days away. Or yeah. three days away. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, there's also even more Witcher content in the works. Netflix has a prequel series in development that is set 1,200 years before the events of the main show. It will detail how all these Witcher folks came to be. Netflix also has an animated movie in the works, The Witcher, Nightmare of the Wolf, which is the origin story of Vesemir, Geralt's mentor. So, I like The Witcher. I have not beaten a Witcher game yet, though, but I've played two of them. And I put about thirty hours in. Those yeah. games are long. <laughs> yeah, that that is facts, my dude. I don't know. Have have you any interest in something like this? I don't know. I mean, it'd be really funny to go out in the world and you know you're grocery shopping at you know Safeway or Fred Meyer's, and you know you're going through the produce section, and you you know you come across a hobgoblin or something. And what if you have to swing like you know when you like flick with your with your fingers? But you have to right. swing your phone like it's a sword. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like you're just like pushing a cart. You're like, oh my, <laughs> my god. Anyways, I'm gonna kind of uh, I'm I'm trying to look for some quick little gameplay stuff. Hello, here. everyone. Chris, we're yeah. platinum. Uh, I was gonna uh, turn off here. I'll probably download it and check it out, but I don't know if like I don't even really play Pokemon Go that much. So yeah, I mean, I, like I'm interested. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll check it out. I never checked out that Harry Potter one, you know? So. Right, right. Here. So I've I found a little bit of a of a gameplay video here that we can take a look at real fast. I uh, uh, have that pulled up on the screen here. I have it muted. We don't really need the noise as a guy making commentary or whatever, but this is sort of a loose preview and I'll jump around uh for everybody at home to kind of see like what we're talking about as far as like literal just it's Neantic with Witcher skin on it. And based on what I had read, there's like quests uh, that you can do. There are creatures that you will fight, which is, you know, very much a given tire menu thing. Um, battling the monsters. You can do it in AR if you want. As can be seen here. You can also die, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so, my um... Anyways, go on. I'm probably not going to play this. <laughs> it it looks very just like, eh. I mean, like, for me, like, I never really played Pokemon Go in AR. Hi, hi, Lash. Hi, honey. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Hey. How are you? Hope you're doing great. Uh, we're looking at uh, uh, the new Witcher uh, AR game that's coming out, and uh, we're very much not very impressed. <laughs> um. I mean, I never played the Pokemon Go games with with the AR. I always just kept it on the like without the AR yeah, settings same. on it, because um, I just didn't like the way the Pokemon looked fake as fuck in the real world, uh, so to speak. <laughs> uh, but I, it's also just like Pokemon is like just so much better for something like this than The Witcher. I agree. Is can I know? say this? Where's my Digimon Go? That's what I'll fuck, fuck, dude. I've been saying this for forever. Where is Digimon? Where is Digimon? Do you remember, 
Do you remember Digimon World, the like open world game where you mm -hmm. got to explore? That was a PS1 game. That thing was fucking ahead of its time. I'm saying I want oh, that again. Highlash bringing up uh, Uncanny Valley. This is extremely Uncanny Valley. Yes, I don't know if you've looked into that, Devin, but it's supposed to be the, uh -uh. the concept of like people seeing things that that are supposed to be real, quote unquote, but it not hitting the brain correctly is kind of a very topical yeah. way of explaining it. Yeah, the uncanny yeah. valley is a term used to describe the relationship between the human-like appearance of a robotic object and the emotional response it evokes. In this uh, phenomenon, people feel a sense of unease or even revulsion in response to humanoid robots that are highly realistic. Yeah, so that, that can Westworld. be a that can be a reaction to things that are not just robots, can be a reaction to anything that feels uneasy because it's trying to be real but doesn't feel real, you know? Like, yeah, CGI yeah. creatures that aren't done well. But yes, Pokemon and Digimon RQ, and we need more Digimon yeah. content. I'm going to move us on to the next story here, um, yeah. which is big-time hype, y'all. Big-time hype here. Hugh Jackman hints at Wolverine return in the MCU. This comes from Christopher Fiducia from Screen Rant, and I did condense it down to a few important parts here. Hugh Jackman seems to be teasing that he's joining the MCU as Wolverine. Jackman has become synonymous with the X-Men character after playing the mutant for nearly 20 years. Jackman has since retired from playing Wolverine, with his character dying at the end of 2017's Logan, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, absolutely. Oh my it, God, arguably, was... arguably one of the best comic book movies ever made. Period. Or probably Period. the best. Period. Oh my God, dude. And my mom fucking loves him. She was having just... A heyday yeah. on that movie. Anyways, while Jackman's days as Wolverine seem to have come to an end, the X-Men franchise isn't going away anytime soon. After numerous delays, last year's New Mutants ended Fox's X-Men series on a low note. Uh, Kevin Feige confirmed... Did I say... I definitely said his name wrong earlier, I feel like. Uh, confirmed at SDCC 2019 that the X-Men would eventually be introduced to the MCU. And Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool is the only character not being rebooted after Disney acquired 20th Century Fox. For the past few years, there has been speculation on who would replace Jackman as Wolverine. But now it looks like Marvel might not need to hire a new actor. In Jackman's recent Instagram story, the actor seemingly teased that he may return as Wolverine. Two images involving Marvel appeared on his Instagram story, including a piece of fan art from Boss Logic and another of Jackman with Kevin Feige. Both of these images can be seen below, as well as a tribute to the late Richard Donner. I did not have that in there. It should be noted that this is far from the confirmation that Jackman is returning as Wolverine. However, it is odd that he would post Wolverine fan art yesterday and then post a picture of him with Feige today. Previously, Jackman said that if the X-Men were to be introduced into the MCU, he would be continuing to play Wolverine. When he made that comment back in 2017, it seemed unlikely that the X-Men would be involved in the MCU since the rights to the X-Men were still owned by Fox. Now that the mutants uh, joining the MCU is a reality, Jackman's wish could come true if Disney wanted to hire him. Okay. Okay. Hype theory. Hype okay. theory. Yep. 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 X-Men First Class. Yep. Right? Yep. They teased Wolverine only a few times, but never really integrated him into the X-Men First Class reboot, right? Okay. Ready for a hype moment? Ready for a hype moment? Yes, yes. The First Class comes into MCU through the multiverse, and then we get my boy, Mr. Magneto, up in here. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, all right, go on. But yeah, yeah. No, I, I think... I think 
the way to make this work using Hugh Jackman is to have some integration with that younger crowd of X-Men because those actors are all they're they're all like most of them are in their their 20s and 30s now. So they're still a younger X-Men, right? They can right. find a way to integrate that into the MCU because they could keep playing these roles for a very long time. You know what I'm saying? They right. they have that lifespan. Not saying much about Jackman, you know, cuz he's getting there, <laughs> you know. Sure. I mean, it's uh, Go on, go on, continue, continue. I'll, I'll touch on mine after you. And I, I'm not like completely sold on this idea, but it's just a little bit of an idea because if they're, they, I mean, they already brought in um, uh, Evan. What's his last name? Um, for who? Evan Peters, Quicksilver. They already oh, brought oh, a yeah, variant yeah, yeah. of Quicksilver in in WandaVision. And he yeah, is from that first class that he was that, so he was that a variant, though. What? They, <laughs> he did have Quicksilver's powers in Wanda's yeah. reality. I don't know. I feel, I feel like that was just them. Anyways, anyways, continue, continue. So continue. you say that now, but as the pieces keep falling, it's not a shot in the dark anymore. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So it's not unlikely at this point because they already brought in one of those actors it's it's weird isn't it because we're kind of in this very strange sort of like like purgatory of mcu stuff right now because they're not really giving us like full-scale mcu movies at the moment because we're still even when black widow comes out like that's a prequel right so it's like there's there's only so much that they will show in Black I Widow. Mean, they're giving us some content with the TV shows, but it's like, it feels like they're not introducing a whole lot of stuff mm-hmm. outside of just like one or two major things in each series that they put out. So, so it's like, obviously with WandaVision, they're pushing Wanda to now potentially be an antagonist. They've been t- teasing a bunch of stuff. And then Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they introduced some new characters. And, you know, obviously... Falcon becoming Captain America, and now we have Loki, which is ending in a couple more weeks. It's like there, the, like yeah. there's there's only so much that they've been able to introduce, so it's hard for us to say. Another detail here that's important to point out is that did you watch New Mutants? I did watch New Mutants, and the very ending of that movie was pretty cool. <laughs> so, do you remember a little bit of a detail in New Mutants? Is that New Mutants canonized Logan? So Logan originally was not supposed to technically be canon. It was supposed to be a variant future of what happens to the mutants, which is why it was based off the old man Logan comics. And so him dying was supposed to be like, oh, it's fine. It's just a future that could potentially not happen. But New Mutants, those kids are all the kids that were saved by Logan at the end of Logan. Yeah. And also uh, Deadpool. Spoilers, by the way. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Uh, Deadpool 2 canonized it because right in the opening scene, he talks about Wolverine getting himself killed. <laughs> okay, but Deadpool doesn't count, though, because that shit just breaks the fourth wall left and fucking right. So it's like... Yeah, but but <laughs> it, 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 it was based at the X-Men, you know, mansion and everything. It yeah. didn't have any of the mainline X-Men characters, but it was still all based in that universe. And they did say that that Deadpool was carrying over to the MCU, too. Now, he, this also kind of harkens back. He to, also 
to, to interrupt real quick. He also said, why don't we have more X-Men here? It's like we couldn't afford them or something. And then looked at the camera. Okay, so well, let's not take that. that too fucking seriously. But anyways, but, continue. But, 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 there was a rumor floating around that Deadpool 3 was supposed to be some sort of road trip between Logan and Deadpool. Okay, but they they toss through different ideas all the time. You know I know, I, mean? I know, I know, but I'm just saying these ideas are out there. I'm not saying that it is going to happen. I'm saying there is that possibility that these things that we've been hearing rumors about now for God knows how long, right, you know, right. like five years, half a decade or so, some of these things might come to fruition, and it might not be movies. It might be TV shows on Disney+. Plus. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. So that's fair. I can see it. I you can know. See it. Anyways, I like we that. I like us. I always love see when we some go. Of that. Oh, yep. There you go. You glitched again. Uh, I, I, I always love when we get a chance to put on our tinfoil hats for anything that's MCU. And the idea of Hugh Jackman coming back as Wolverine is a soft spot in my heart because we get more content with Hugh Jackman as Logan. More Logan level content. I am one hundred and ten percent down. Devin, let's move into our new uh, second segment. Actually, our second segment here, uh, which is our hands-on segment, where we try to sell you guys at home, our listeners and viewers, on one game and one movie or show that we have watched since our last time that we got together. Um, let's be quick about it because I want to move into our last thing, so we actually have time. Uh, one game, one movie or show. Devin, go ahead, my friend. Um, for game, I just got into Valorant, and that's all kind of because of a couple friends, like Xander, here in chat, and uh, my buddy Birdie, who's popped in our chat a few times. So, I'm not in love with the game. I don't hate it. It is tanky. Okay. <laughs> it is toxic. It's yep. all yep. hell, dude. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, um... Yeah, especially especially your own teammates. They can definitely get toxic from time to time. For, for, it's funny. For the viewers and listeners at home who haven't heard of Valorant, what is it? So Valorant is a uh, first-person hero shooter game. Um, it takes the likeness of a game like Overwatch and the likeness of um, games like Counter-Strike or Rainbow Six Siege, and it kind of combines those ideas together. Awesome. Um, yeah, and the controls are very, like, Halo 1-esque, where it's kind of tanky, where you move around and stuff, and you're, you're kind of slow. And instead of instead of uh, being able to sprint, you actually hold your, your usual sprint button, and it makes you walk, watch, walk slower, so that way you have less, like, footsteps and stuff like that. So that you can, oh, okay. you know, try and conceal yourself from the enemy. Now, the shooting in this game... Um, you pretty much have to stop moving. Like, you have to stand still or crouch down and not move at all to be accurate in any way at all. Um, outside of that, if you're running around, your character pretty much is going, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like cartoon. <laughs> Just like you're shooting and your arms going all over the place, you know, doing that cracking thing. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, it's fun. I, uh, I I haven't been doing too bad. I was... I. I pretty much thought I was going to be just complete garbage at that game because I know it's like one of the, the most hype uh, first-person shooter um, esports games right now. Um, 
But I, I was holding my own. I was holding my own. I was getting kills. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it's I also fun. know that you're one of the sweatiest video gamers I've ever met in my fucking life, so you wouldn't allow yourself to be shitty for longer. So. <laughs> I mean, sometimes. Yeah. It depends. I've been, um, just side note, I won't talk about it, but uh, about being shitty in a game, I've been trying to play Battlefield 4 on mouse and keyboard. <laughs> uh, uh, oh no. oh I'm no. not doing good, dude. Oh I'm, no. I'm like, I'm like, point three, point four at best. Not great. Oh no. Oh <laughs> um, no. Um. Uh. But going on to what I watched, um, I started wa- watching this new animated series on Netflix okay. called uh, Tresse, and I like it a lot. I've we watched one episode, um, but you know, I was talking to you about it a little bit, and it's it's all it's all uh, Filipino culture, um, which you never see in TV or animated ever, series at ever, all. It's ever, one ever. of the first times. Um, I I looked into uh, into some of the creators. Um, I can't remember their names off the top of my head, and I didn't write them down, unfortunately. But one of them he has won best graphic novel uh, writer like three years in a row. Um, he also helped write the comics for uh, Star Wars Rogue One, which yep. in turn turned into the movie. Yeah. So um, these are prestigious creators, um, and they they come from the Philippines too. And um, everybody needs to watch the show. It is witchy. It is occultist. It is underworld. It is gory. The 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 like animation and semi art style kind of reminds me of a invincible actually a little bit too yeah yeah it's got so, some very invincible vibes to the animation mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. um so far i've only watched the first episode but i'm definitely gonna watch more um, it, it gets like better it, so. it gets better that, no. that, that's that's it not even that yeah, that's not even the peak of the action stuff just yet. Like you're you're gonna yeah. hit it. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Yeah, for for our listeners at home, Tresse is a sort of a um uh like a crime show. It's an animated crime series uh about a detective that specializes in uh crime dealt and dealted by um or to whom <laughs> uh by demons and spirits. Um and she specializes in supernatural detective cases. So it's it and entirely based in Manila in the Philippines. And so it's, it's, it's lit. Um, one of my favorite things in that show is their usage of Filipino folklore. Like I was explaining to you mm. off stream, uh, every single monster creature, demon spirit thing in this show is directly based off of Filipino folklore. Um, and it's rad seeing it, like seeing them come to life in the show, just from stories that my mother gave me when I was a kid about, you know, all sorts of, like, the Oswang. The Oswangs are terrifying. Uh, specifically, mm-hmm. one version of the Oswang, which is uh, called the Manananggal, uh, which is absolutely fucking horrifying. So just to let you guys know at home, the Manananggal is a version of an Oswang. And Oswang just means, like, demon, basically. The Manananggal is a succubus. And you know what a succubus is, right? Woman, demon, seduces men tries to sleep with them, sucks their soul out, so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the, yep. the Manarangal is a uh, uh, succubus specifically that um, uh, detaches her torso from her legs 
and grows bat wings and flies into the night and sucks the soul of unborn children from women's wombs in their sleep. And it gets way fucking worse than that. There's some metal shit in, in Filipino uh, folklore, like, my dude. <laughs> um, it's I, you know, when I hear about like other cultures and their folklore, it's like all of it is scary. <laughs> like you know what I mean? It's it's not like Jack and Jill would have, you know what I mean? Or like this little piggy. It's 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 some terrifying creepy. shit, man. Yeah. They have some creepy it's, shit in the show. Yeah, and it only gets creepier. Yeah, so I, I'm interested in watching the show. Um, it, I, I really, I want to start watching more shows that are are more inclusive like this. You know, I want to start seeing more cultures than just the the typical like two cultures we see. We usually just see, you know, like I, I don't know how to say it, Caucasian English basic white people shit, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's either that or or just uh, or Japanese because of how how much they incorporate it within anime and stuff that they create i, yeah, I know there's more out there but I, I i need to get that into my hands so chat if you guys know anything send me messages join our discord put trailers comic books anything i i, I want more of it i yes. need it <laughs> give Devin all the content my dude anglo as fuck highlash i love you <laughs> anglo <laughs> as fuck i love it is there anything else that you wanted to mention Devin? Um, Friday nights doing community Halo nights with uh, Xander. Let us know if you want to play. No, fuck off. Keep me out of that. I don't need. I don't need any Halo in my life. All right, let's just let's just move on. I got too many other fucking games to play. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, (laughs) game that I uh, had played. I actually haven't really played much game this week. Um. Uh, 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 I after having had played Doki Doki Literature Club, which was I forgot you were talking about that game. <laughs> an experience. <laughs> it was an experience. Uh, I went and played uh, uh, Sakura Swim Club as a um, <laughs> recommended game uh, for fans of Doki Doki, so I could see if there's any other uh, dating sim psychological horrors. And uh, Sakura Swim Club was just a dating sim. <laughs> so I played through an entire two and a half hours of an anime dating sim. and was like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> so now I'm a dating sim fan. <laughs> See you, you with dating sims, and me with power washer <laughs> simulators. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, I am very much quickly finding out that there is no other game like Doki Doki. Uh, so unfortunately, until they make a second, if they ever do, that's kind of going to be the only experience that I have. So unfortunately, my heart is broken. But uh, yeah, I am trying to find my senpai. <laughs> You are right. I need my husbando. Um, anyway, so that's kind of the only real gaming I've done. I'm going to be starting. Um, I'm going to be playing Sea of Thieves tonight. I need to play more Sea of Thieves tonight if I can help it. Uh, and then while I'm let doing, you know, video editing and shit, I got to get that out of the way. But then I'm going to be playing a Plague Tale Innocence. And we are going to more than likely be talking about that on Saturday a little bit more in depth. But uh, I'm excited for that. Now, as far as things that I had watched I watched season two of Black Summer, and I want to mention this because Black Summer is a show that has been getting slept on by all you motherfuckers. You need Not to me. fucking watch 
fucking if you if you guys viewers listeners if you have not watched any black summer yet go fucking watch the show i am begging you this as far as zombie content is concerned this show is so good so good it is, <laughs> it is okay, a okay go ahead i hate to interrupt you but you say the show is so good so i need you to give me a give me a scale here because you said army of the dead was good so no 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 no, no, no. don't you don't you so fucking good. put words in my mouth you son of a bitch i said army of the dead was fun i said i liked it's army of the, the dead it's i never i never you fucking said it was a good movie go fuck yourself all right <laughs> you gave it a seven i did give it a seven because it's a seven ass movie all right it's a fucking seven but black it's summer like five Part six. Oh, Anyways. fuck off. <laughs> Black Summer. You and I are arguing a lot today. I love it. Black Summer, like, season one is easily, like, an 8.5 on the zombie content scale. Like, easily. Yeah. Uh, season two, an 8 out of 10, I'd probably say. The the second season, I, I, I almost want to say they're the same. I almost want to say that they're both an 8.85 because it's like they both do some things that are awesome. So the the first season that I want to mention here, and I'm not going to give any spoilers because I want people to genuinely watch the show and enjoy it. Uh, the show is focused on a main character named Rose. And in the beginning of the first season, she loses her daughter. And the entire first season is essentially her trying to find her daughter and finding a group and them trying to help her find her fucking daughter. And in the midst of an entire zombie attack outbreak that has happened. And these zombies are like 28 days le later type of zombies. These are not Resident Evil. These fuckers are sprinting at you and they're yelling and they're screaming. And they're gargling and it's fucking horrifying, right? Um, the show is centered around her. There are other characters, are some very important characters. Uh, but most of all, the final episode of Black Summer is dope. Uh, final episode of season one, Black Summer, is super sick. Highly anticipate watching that episode, guys, because it is so dope. Uh, but the each episode works as sort of a um, not anthology, but they they treat it like it's an anthology because they each each episode is broken up into segments that sort of explain different things that are happening to different characters. So you're getting a lot of different story stories plural sorry within each episode that are telling you something that's going on with the other characters during the zombie apocalypse and they do it in chronological order things that are happening amongst the story and how all the characters branch off and how they meet so on and so forth in season two they take one thing thank you josh hood ramsey in the chat thank you baby please watch that fuck more of the fucking show um season two takes one moment that happens in the story and then each episode after that works backwards in time to explain how they got to that point of the first episode in season two. So it's working sort of backwards in chronological order to explain everything that happened that led to this one thing that happened the very, very first episode of season two. And then it moves into the future during the last couple of episodes, and it's dope. Please, God, if you guys are needing zombie content, let Black Summer be it. I'm fucking begging you. And then when you're done watching it, tweet at me, message me, tell me how you, much you loved it, because I wanted to talk to more people about this damn show. Um, and I need more of it. I need season three immediately, because I burnt through season two pretty quick. Uh, each episode is only like 30 to 45 minutes long. It's worth it. It's worth your time. 
Um, with that said, I mean, the only other thing I want to mention really is I finally finished Manifest. Do you, do you feel fulfilled or do you uh, feel like lackluster about it? Well, or, I need, how do you feel? I need, I need that third season that the, that the filmed and finished before the show getting canceled. Uh, cause Netflix only had the first two seasons. I need that third season. I do feel good about it. Uh, my heart is broken that this show got canceled and I'm praying someone picks it up because I need more of this. <laughs> it is Josh. No, it's not a good show. It's not a good show. I'm sorry. It's really tacky. It's really corny, but I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with everything that happens because shit gets wackier, dude. It gets wackier. Which wackier. means it gets a seven out of ten. <laughs> yeah, it's not a yeah, good I mean, show. Like, no, I mean, like, like, look, I've explained this to you. Okay. I've explained this to you. It is bad, but I personally look. Listen, I gave this, I did the same thing with Fast, all right? As a movie, it's a five, but as a Fast movie, it's like a seven, all right? All right? Anyways, you piece of shit. <laughs> speaking, speaking of rest in peace, we're going to go ahead and move into our headlining segment here. And tonight, I know that was a little bit of a heartbreaking segue. Tonight... Uh, because we were earlier talking about the unfortunate passing of Richard Donner tonight, me and Devin are going to have a very loose, open discussion on some of the pop culture deaths that we have had experienced through our lifetimes and which ones hurt the most and, uh, and which ones impacted us the most throughout our lives. So Devin, I want to start with you, dude. What is, what is a pop culture celebrity character death anything that that hit you hard okay um i am going to go with a fictional character that hit me hard i like that because i was going to do the same thing to start with yeah glenn from the walking dead hmm oh shit i wasn't prepared for that oh shit god yeah. damn it god damn it i love glenn Those i did not episodes. read the comics I did not read the comics. I did well, he, not he, know he that doesn't, was going to happen. He doesn't die in the comics. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yep. yes, I'm heartbroken over that in the I'm, show because I, like, I'm not going to lie. After he died in the show, I lost some interest. I did. Yeah. I liked his character a lot. Stephen Yoon did a great job, you know? So I, I want to mention, mention that I lied. I do remember he does die, but I don't think he dies until like near... But anyways, continue. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, he he was great. You know, I I I love. I really like that show. I have been meaning to get back into it and kind of resume where I left off and kind of watch a like The Walking Dead so far type of video on YouTube. You know, to catch myself back up. Nah, but, just watch all of it. Just watch all of it. Yeah, I don't have the time, or no? Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, much, you do. If I have the time, I'm a watch, dad. I'm a dad. I gotta watch Black Summer. Listen, watch Black Summer. I'm a dad. I if I have time to watch all this shit, you this have time. This game, right? this game, this game. Have you seen my backlog of video games? I what? play more I video games. I have a big ass backlog too, you motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't you don't play FPSs and get competitive like well, I Well, maybe so, you should just not play fucking stupid FPSs and <laughs> watch more hey, movies and I'm shit. I'm going to I'm going to grab your tongue and I'm going to grab my you. tongue, bitch. Shut do it. Fuck, do it. Fuck grab up, my boy. fucking tongue, pussy, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, look at, look, at, look at Josh trying to trying to flex for me in here. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> God damn it. Anyways, I just, I just so. replied with the front. Um, but yeah, no, I, I watching Glenn die was heartbreaking, and not to mention the way he went too, and like the way like Maggie, like I'm sorry that this is like six years ago when this happened. So if anybody hasn't seen this, um, fuck you. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> listen, like let's be real here. <laughs> it's like at the time, this was like the biggest pop culture TV show out there. Um, so Maggie, pregnant, yeah. unborn child. Yep watching her husband get beat to death with a barbed wire and nail covered baseball bat just barbed wire just barbed wire no just, nails yeah regardless yeah <laughs> I, sorry i've been playing too much daisy it's okay i got, <laughs> my, you. My, I got my, you. my baseball got you. bat's got nails and barbed yeah. wire on Gra- it granted Lu- lucille would have been fucking dope with the nails in it but continue yeah <laughs> but it was that was like Probably at the time, one of the most gruesome deaths I've seen in TV. Yeah, probably the most gruesome death I've seen in TV. Period. They far. show basically all of it. They show everything. It was fucked. It was very fucked up. Um. So there's my first one. Yeah, dude. I mean, one. to 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 sort of echo out, like ride that coattail. The, I want to mention too that I am completely caught up on walking dead i've been watching this show since day one of it dropping on halloween of i think 2001 2002 somewhere around there um i've been watching this show for a fucking long time i love the show i'm invested in the characters sometimes it's really bad sometimes it's really good and it still does have some some good moments uh it does i had a hard time watching after glenn got taken out of the show and I want to mention that those two episodes are some of the hardest, most emotionally draining pieces of content ever. So me and my ex watched those two episodes back to back in one night. And that is the first episode is the end of that that season. And the, se- the second episode is the beginning of the next season. So for six months, people had to wait to find out who died and the beginning of that next season, you find out that it was Glenn and Abraham. Again, spoilers, if you haven't watched this, you don't know this, go fuck yourself, you've been living under a rock. Uh, <laughs> one of the biggest pop culture moments ever, period. Anyways, uh, yeah, dude, we watched those episodes back to back. I was so tired. I was so emotionally drained by the end of that, dude. I, I cannot, I cannot even fucking... Yep fathom that shit anyways my first one that i said uh was also going to be a fictional death i want to bring up joel in the last of us part two okay oh no i have not played this game fuck you you cannot talk about this i'm not gonna talk about this but i wanted to bring (laughs) that up so again just like Uh, everyone else has said everyone knows everyone knows if you haven't known I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's other there's other important shit that happens. Okay, there's other important shit that happens. I will tell I, you. I know. Yeah, I, I I I've heard some some uh I've heard some rumors and some things. Not really rumors anymore, but I want to experience it before I talk about it or hear about it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Um, uh, I haven't had the chance to. So of course. Yeah. The 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 only thing I want to say about it is that it was heavy. It is a heavy experience yeah. and 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 it it hit some heartstrings 
for me. Do you want to do this as snake or do you want to zigzag it? Uh, let's let's just zigzag it. Zigzag it. Okay, cool. What is your next uh, pop culture death that hit you pretty hard? Um, so I do have a few more. Um, I'm gonna do a real one, then another fictional one, kind of go back. And oh, forth okay. A I bit. like that. I like that. I like that. Continue. Um, I'm gonna say Adam MCA Yach from the Beastie Boys. Oh, so, okay. I love the Beastie Boys. I grew up listening to them uh, a lot. My mom and dad loved that I loved them. They got me into it. And um, when I was a little kid, my uh, uncle used to work at uh, the radio station, and I would always call in and request Beastie Boys all the time. You know, I just you know. I I love that they were such an influential part into uh, music for me and what got me into music growing up. I never got to see them live ever, and so I'm crushed that he passed away because I always wanted to see them and experience them. But I still listen to them all the time to this day. So yeah, that one that one was pretty heavy for me. And and here's the thing, guys. I don't follow a lot of celebrities or really, and it's hard for celebrities to impact my life in a sense, because in, in a morbid sense, I'm like, yeah, people die every day, you know, which is the celebrities are the only ones to hear about, but there are a few that I'm just like, God damn it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I'm um, I'm sure you and I are both going to mention some things tonight that are probably going to be some reminders for us. Cause even, you know, um, I don't know if you had any more you wanted to add on to yours for where we move into mine. But. Um, Beastie Boys. I love them. I miss them. And uh, it'd be cool to see them do a one-off like Coachella show where they have somebody, you know, like, uh, I don't know, Eminem filling in. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be <laughs> rad, dude. That'd be so rad. Yeah. I'd be I'd be so fucking down for that. Yeah, man. Um, my, I, I guess I'll also kind of go back and forth a little bit to myself. I want to go into the one that hit me the hardest uh, instead mm-hmm. of ending on it. Cause I don't want to put out bad vibes to end the show. Um, the one that fucked me up the most was Chester Bennington from Lincoln park. So yep. for anyone that, that knows me, even my family will attest for this. I saw earlier that my sister Mallory was, uh, was watching the show. Um, he, they can attest Lincoln Park was my favorite band from age like 10, basically, all the way up until even I was in college. And uh, <clears throat> no, not 10. I would probably say 12, 12, because I, I remember getting that hybrid theory album and then falling in love and just following mm-hmm. through with them for all of Reanimated, all of Meteora. Uh, you know, just just go down the fucking list. I've been following Lincoln Park for fucking years. Chester Bennington is the reason I started becoming a vocalist in metal music. Because when I was younger, I just heard that stuff and was just like, I want to fucking do that so bad. And I remember mm-hmm. there would be nights that any night that my family was out of the house and I could have to just be by myself, I'd be in my room screaming my fucking head off like a lunatic just just for just to practice, just to try sounding like Chester Bennington. Never did it. I sounded like shit, but it was fun and I enjoyed it. And if yeah. it wasn't for him, I probably never would have even tried being a metal vocalist, period. Mm-hmm. So Chester, fucking th- thank you. I love you. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, if your family ever listens, 
you're one of the best things that have ever fucking happened to me, man. And I, and I appreciate it. You know, like Chester was great for the music history, you know? Yeah. I, I want to echo that because that was going to be one of mine tonight as well. Um, I cried, I, dude. I cried yeah, fucking hard. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many times I used to wake up in middle school and high school and watch VH1 and MTV early in the morning at like six in the morning where they were actually still playing music videos and stuff. And um, they'd always have Linkin Park, the tons of different Linkin Park music videos, yep, yep. you know, from the classics to bleed it out. You know, like it was just I love that bleed it out video, though, by the way. Oh, the, uh, the live one. Uh, though no, where it was revert. Well, kind of alive, where they were playing a show, but they reversed the whole video, so the whole music video was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, and then it ends, and then the way that the video ends, it ends with them going forward, just saying, "I bleed it out." Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. love that. Yeah, I love that. Fucking rad. Um, yeah. Uh, so again, I echo a lot of the same things. I feel you. Much love. Um, yeah. Yeah, Josh, I'm gonna go with in, the- in the chat. It was, it was, it was a tough day. It was a tough day. Yeah. It, was a, it was a tough month for me because it was like for me, I lost like my music idol, dude. Like I lost, like mm. I just in my frame of mind, it was like I'm never gonna be able to hear his voice in Lincoln Park music ever again. Even though I wasn't mm. a huge fan of like some of the the newer stuff that Lincoln Park had put out, I've just like. Like, I always still gone back and listened because I appreciated what Chester did. I appreciated what Mike Shinoda did. I appreciated what mm. all the dudes in that band were doing to some extent or another. But it was like, now it's like we don't have Chester anymore. We're not going to hear his voice in future Linkin Park music. You know, like, it, and so for me, that was mm. just, it was just thinking about that that resonated. But now it's, you know, now that we've, it's been so long without him, it's been like looking back on the music and just thinking like, Fuck, man, like there's so many memories of these and just reminiscing on like how he could have been feeling throughout the history of being in Lincoln Park, you know? And so now it's 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 an interesting take on listening to their music and kind of, you know, using it as sort of a way to vicariously feel those feelings yourself. Yeah, you know I mean, I I will never stop thinking about that cool thing that they did in our music scene specifically. I remember yes, getting yeah. messages from my buddy John because randomly I can't I think it was in Florida. Lincoln Park just showed up and did a pop up one one off one night where they played an hour long set for, yep. for all of Warp Tour. So like Warp Tour was ending and then there was another mysterious sh- uh, stage with nothing on it, like yeah. no advertisements, yeah. just a black stage. And everybody was wondering what it was, and it said, and it didn't even say secret event or anything. It's just as soon as as soon as the last band was ending, you just hear Lincoln Park start playing. I was so fucking jealous. And and like from what I heard about it, everybody thought that it was just like a band covering until people like heard him sing, Mm -hmm. and they're like, "What the fuck?" And just just crowded. Like I, I heard like even staff members were like leaving their posts and just going you know yep dude um, dude i love it i love it anyways rest in yeah. peace chester we love you yeah. dude we love you so much man continue what is what is uh, an, another thing that that was hard for you to juggle so uh this one is going to be a um 
this is this is not going to be a real thing, but this is a moment that was hard. And okay. I I know you you know this moment very well as well. The red wedding. <laughs> yeah, me, me, and Aaron, my lovely partner for our, for our new listeners and stuff. Uh, we just watched that episode in in my rewatch of the show and Aaron's first time watching the show, and uh, that red wedding episode, my dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the end, like the ending, was oh my god! It like it it kind of came out of nowhere. But, like, once it happened and you saw the way it happened, you're like, oh, that makes sense, I guess. And, and <laughs> it know? escalates, and it continues yeah. to escalate from that point yeah. forward. Yeah. <sighs> um, God. <laughs> to rob his new pregnant wife getting stabbed, like, seven times in the stomach. My God, man. Oh. It just... Aaron, Aaron the was direwolves. Aaron was the fucking. Direwolves. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Oh. I know. I know. I know. Oh, oh my god, dude. Uh, can we just yeah. uh, say Game of Thrones in general? It's just like fuck. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Game of Thrones in general. Basically, all of Game of Thrones. Even uh, like. Go ahead. Go ahead. Like, I was gonna say like Rob Stark was the hero at that point. Like yeah. everybody saw him, and they're like, "Holy fuck." Yeah, this guy's white knight like material, you know. Yeah, I mean, like at at the time, nobody really thought that like Jon Snow was gonna be bigger than he actually was. Like, really, everyone thought it was gonna be Rob Stark. And yeah. then the Red Wedding episode happened, and it was like, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> and then Sansa got a little badass in the behind the scenes for a while, you know. She yeah, made some things yeah. Happen, don't don't say know? more in case Aaron watches this, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but um. Yeah, that that was that was a hard one. I I remember when that that part happened. I I wasn't even like fully reacting or like processing it. I just remember like my mouth being somewhat open and just like staring at the TV, not really like thinking about it happening, but watching yeah. it happen, yeah. but kind of just being in disbelief that it was happening at the same time. And like as they kept going one by one to each character, I was like, okay. When's someone gonna pop in? When's something gonna happen? You know what? What? And no, it just ended, and it and it was like no music. It just went to credits. Yeah. And yeah, I just remember sitting there, looking at the person I was watching with at the time. I'm mean, I'm almost getting the goosebumps, just like kind of reliving that moment. And I just remember being like, "Wow, everybody dies." Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. all I said. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I just had goosebumps, and I was just like kind of. I was kind of like off put. It was it was almost a Glenn moment. It was yeah, almost a yeah, Glenn moment. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, Ugh. Aaron yeah. was pissed. Aaron was pissed. They they were they were so angry. They were what the fuck? Because like, I I had to tell her like you cannot get too attached to anybody in the show. I'm not going to tell you who. Mm. Do not get attached to anybody. You should have said that though. You should have just let her experience it. I, I know, but, like, it was after the Red Wedding that I had to kind of explain that to her. I was like, just, 
just listen. Okay, listen. It's, there's, there's some shit that happens in this show that you're not going to be happy about. There's going to be some shit in this show that you're going to be very happy about. Just be prepared for that. And that's kind of all I really like left yeah. to that. And so it was, they're doing okay. They're doing okay so far. We're, we're in the, uh, uh, the beginnings of, of Aria peaking. So that's, that's going to be uh, some good stuff. The White Walkers Faceless. are becoming a little bit. Yeah, we're about, we're about to hit the Faceless Man stuff in a bit um okay now for my fictional one it's gonna be a pretty obvious one <sighs> rest in peace to the king tony stark self because losing yeah. Iron Man in end game now listen for again our audience at home i was a fool and did not see end game in theaters okay uh I did not see Endgame actually until it came out for uh, DVD release, Blu-ray release. And when I did get it on Blu-ray, which I bought it day one when it dropped, I watched it like five times that week. It was lit. Uh, <laughs> my first time watching Endgame was by myself in my living room. And I hadn't known that Tony Stark's death was going to happen because everyone spoiled it it was it was fine i deserve that i didn't see it in theaters that's what that's what fucking happens okay that's what happens um i bawled like a bitch i was like are you fucking kidding me i knew this was gonna happen but they made this so fucking sad in this damn movie dude oh my god man oh my god yeah and it was epic and it was amazing and they made him go out like a badass. I'm thankful for. But that shit sunk my heart through the fucking floor, man. God damn it. God damn it, man. Rest in peace, Tony Stark. Let's do one more each, my friend. You go ahead. Give us your last oh, hard pop culture. Damn, I, have, dude. I have two. I have two. Drop, uh, drop one. Hard. Drop one quickly. Okay, I got a quick one for you. Okay. This is, this is fictional. Dobby. Oh, Dobby shit. Dobby from Harry oh, Potter. Shit. And the Deathly oh, Hollows Part 1. Shit. Shit, shit. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, that was a tough a one. What a beautiful huh? place to be with friends. Ugh. <laughs> like, I just Ugh. watched that, like, a week I ago. I know. I know you did. I know you did, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, like I told you before, like, I didn't watch those movies until, like, somewhat recently and that part fucked me up all the way dude oh Sierra oh, and i cried we cried the other day when you watched it yeah yeah sierra yeah. like almost ugly cried oh, oh there she here she comes <laughs> she said, don't be talking shit about me <laughs> i'm not talking shit i'm saying how we both we're talking about the heaviest pop culture and celebrity deaths right now that we've Come across and i'm talking about dobby <laughs> and she's just like oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i'll, I'll give i'll oh, give my my quick uh fictional one before we get to our final ones uh mine's gonna be lee everett from the walking dead game the telltale game um i i had taught yeah i had talked to a few people about this i beat that game on my lunch break at work when i was working at a nine signs bagels i was crying during my lunch enough that a lady came up to me and asked me if i was doing okay and i was it was a mess the end job, of that right? game oh 
Oh, son, the end of that shit. Oh, my God. I was way fucked up on the ending of that. I didn't realize it was going to be that fucking sad, man. I really did not think they were going to kill off Lee like that, but. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Anyways, our yeah. final big deaths. Go on, my friend. All right. Since I'm, I'm more of a music celebrity guy, definitely. Mm hmm. Not that I was the biggest fan of his bands, but they were all a very big part of me growing up. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with Chris Cornell. I, ooh, I kind of felt like you were going to say that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, Audio Slave. Those were yeah. some of my parents' favorite bands. And they were always on rotation, always on around the house. Amazing songwriter amazing guitar player and that guy had a huge voice yeah um yeah. that was a hard one for the especially for the music industry in whole because dude, that guy was a living walking rock star you know fucking legend the only, in music yeah honestly yeah yeah one of the only people that comes to mind that could quasi fill his shoes is also one of his really good friends david Grohl from the food fighters and you another know, one, it, arguably Chester Bennington. Exactly. They're really good friends, too, you know? Yeah. And the saddest part about that is harboring back to Chester Bennington. They were like best friends. And yeah. those happened back to back. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's very sad. Fuck, um, Fuck me. Yeah. Uh, Chris Cornell, a great guitar player, came up with some crazy things that definitely influenced a lot of my guitar playing yeah. uh, growing up. Um, you know, and in like Linkin Park as well, like Linkin Park's uh, Soundgarden, uh, Foo Fighters, like a lot of those bands were the beginning of me getting into music and what pushed me from listening to classic rock to through the alternative space to the new metal space to eventually what turned into what I love today, which is metalcore and hardcore. Like they were a part of my upbringing, yeah, um, yeah. whether they knew me or not, you know, um, it was, it, they were very important in my life. And, uh, it, that one, that one hit hard, especially the way that it happened too. So I feel it, um, man. I feel it, man. Rest in yeah. peace. Rest, Rest in, in fucking peace, Chris. That's for damn sure. Or, or actually, what I usually say is fucking rest in power. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. Yeah, dude. Rest in goddamn power, man. These, these guys were legends, dude. And even the last one I'm going to be mentioning here, which is uh, going to be one that I'm sure all of us have loosely thought about off and on since it has happened, but the legend himself, Robin Williams, passing away. Was, oh shit! Was was actually a very weird one. I feel like for a lot of us, because you know, like when it comes to dudes in music, and I'm I'm being very very topical about this, so do only take this with a grain of salt. But when it comes to dudes in music, I feel like there's a weird mindset that people sort of expect guys in rock music to die young. In one way or another, I feel like that's kind of a mindset that is sort of carried through cultures people that listen to metal music that listen to rock music that listen to the kind of stuff that we're into historically speaking a lot of big idols in our music world have passed away early unfortunately um 
Robin Williams was a thing that I don't think any of us saw happening. I don't think any of us saw Robin Williams come in that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was it was so out of out of left field to find out that he had passed and to and they had passed the way that he did, which I don't want to get into details about on stream or anything. But um, Robin Williams was was for dudes our age. Robin Williams was a big fucking deal for dudes our age. Like we grew up on his shit. We watched his shit as adults after we had grown up with him. We were still watching stuff of his in our fucking early 20s, you know? And it's like having had that happen and find out through all those years that we had been watching him, that he was the funny guy in every single piece of entertainment property that he was doing, that he was just going through it the entire time. It was it was it was mind boggling, man. That and that's the part that always gets me about this stuff is finding out that there was shit going on. Yeah, and the unfortunate, the really unfortunate thing, it's almost kind of the case a lot of the time, and it's sad that it's that way, you know. Yeah. Um, Robin Williams, I I watched so many of his movies, and and uh, one movie that I absolutely loved when I was a kid of his was flubber. flubber you remember man. flubber fuck yeah flubber i got that yep. on vhs yeah <laughs> right now yeah dude, i love that flubber, movie. dude oh. um another movie that was fantastic but uh i will say trigger warning suicide stuff mm-hmm. in it just in case if anybody hears about yes. this and goes to watch yes. it it's called uh um world's greatest dad Best yeah. dad, I think. And I think that was the last yeah. movie he had filmed, wasn't it? Yeah. And and it was um, that's why it was interesting because that movie talked about some shit. But continue. Yeah. After watching that movie and then shortly after that happening, it's kind of hits you a little harder about why he passed away. Yeah. That movie is really good, but it is very, very sad. It is not a funny movie whatsoever. No, no, so, not not funny. It is very like, sad as fuck. I I watched that thinking it was going to be a morbid, dark humor type of movie. Not that it, at all. Nope. Um, <laughs> Robin Jesus, Williams no. was an icon for 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 a generation. You know. Yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. <sighs> Yep. Yeah, I know, dude. We we lost we lost a legend, man. Uh, I mean, Dead uh, Poet Society, Dead Poet Society was amazing. Good Morning Vietnam, uh, you know, they're like the the kind of movies he did were such a like beacon of light in the darkness for so many of us that had grown up. It's like there there's some like other celebrities that I can think of off the time I had that I'm sure that you can think of that when they pass away is gonna hit just as hard. I'm talking like the Jim Carrey's. I'm talking the Jackie Chan's. I'm talking about the day that these Morgan Freeman. There's days where these celebrities that are getting to that age are going, yep. I'm knocking on all that fucking wood, my dude, because I don't I don't want to see it. Yeah. I don't want it to fucking happen. But we all know, unfortunately, inevitably, people pass away. And uh man, man. Man, we lost we lost a legend the other day, giving us things like Superman, giving us things like the Goonies, 
Um, you know, we've lost some other legends throughout time and over the course of our lives. And it, it's nice to go back and reminisce and think about the feelings that have come up when these are. Uh, these celebrities have had passed away and it impacted us on a much deeper level than just reading a news article and being like, oh man, that sucks, you know? And so it's, it's why I wanted to have that conversation tonight because things like this are important to discuss. Um, you look like you're about to jump in there for a second. Say. I'm just going to make an honorable mention, especially after just watching my Harry Potter run is, uh, Shout outs and rest in power to Alan Rickman Alan because nobody Rickman. would have yes. nobody could have played Snape the way he played Snape. Nobody, Not a single nobody. fucking soul. Nope. Um, he fucking I just want to put that out yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He rest in power to him too, man. That's that's for damn sure. That was another one that, that felt strange. It felt strange. Like it was it was just like fuck yeah. man. Like it just it just weighed a little bit more than others, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's ah. it's tough, but either way, I want to end the show on on a note that basically tells all of you, you know, we love you guys. Uh, we know that that obviously we had some pretty hard to have conversations on here. We're always willing to have hard to have conversations uh, for anything that feels important that anything, you know, any kind of conversation is going to be heavy. We're not afraid to have them. Me and Devin are friends. We're friends with all of you guys. We're able to have hard discussions like this. But I just want to make sure that, you know, I give a warning out to all of you. If you are depressed, if you are having suicidal thoughts, please contact someone. Get a hold of Suicide Hotline. Please, 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 please take care of yourself. We love you guys. Um, there's a lot to live for in this world, okay? So I just want to make sure I put out that message to you guys and let you know that we love you and that we hope you guys take care of yourselves. And that regardless of all of those things, this has been the Good Kraken Podcast, a show for nerdy marginalized peoples giving you the video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions. Uh, wait, hold on. What, is, what has happened here? Relational tuple algebra. What? Uh... I don't know. Anyways, Josh, check in on your care. loved ones. Nobody's <laughs> ever really alone, no matter how much you feel it. Yes. Oh, what? Oh, wow. We just rated? Got, got rated by somebody right rated at, at the, the end very of end of our show. I'm sorry, guys. You missed it. I mean, I can kind of give a little bit of a of a raid introduction here. Hi, guys. We are the Good Kraken Podcast. Uh, we are a, actually, I was about to read, a podcast or show for nerdy and marginalized peoples giving you the video game and pop media reviews, uh, news, and discussions that you want to hear every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 1 p.m. Hi, Shiloh. How are you? We hey. hope you're doing great. Thank you for the raid. We love and appreciate you so much. You're yeah, amazing. I'm yeah. sorry you, you came in, like, right at the end of our show. Um, we just got done discussing... Uh, 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 some unfortunate uh, celebrity deaths and fictional character deaths that had uh, hit us pretty hard. But we will be back on Thursday uh, with our Sea of Thieves stream. We will be doing that. And then another podcast episode this Saturday at 1 p.m. Uh, right here on twitch.tv slash show. If you enjoyed the show, you can support us by subscribing below, going to our YouTube channel by clicking the link in the about section of our Twitch channel and clicking that bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast, you know, by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. But until next time, be good to each other and...
make the world a better place. Yes, by all means, please. And we, again, we love you guys. And again, thank you for the raid. We, we love you, Shiloh. You're amazing. Thank you so much. Um, we love you guys. <laughs> Be good to each other, yeah. okay? Be good. We're, we're, we're going to go probably drink a little bit of alcohol. Uh, come join us on Thursday. Yeah. 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll be here on Saturday at 1 p.m. We will see you guys there. Thank you for the follows. Be good to each other. Have a good night. Bye. 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 Bye.